You're listening to Brunch with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Friday morning. Uh, we tend to like to end the week with some uh, goodness that uh, we're hearing from the community. So let's turn to our final guest and topic of today. In the next 15 minutes or so, we're chatting with Lisa Beatty, who is the director of Box of Hope, and we'll be hearing about their annual charity project for Hong Kong school children. Welcome on the program, Lisa. Thank you so much for joining oh, us. Thanks, Lee. Thanks for having me. Um, we are live this morning on Facebook, so I'd love for our listeners to join us there. Noreen Mayer on RTA HK Radio 3 is the page to go to. So like I said, I like to end the week with with some, you know, something good and something hopeful. And Box of Hope is really, really the perfect uh, interview for today. Oh, thank you. Tell us a little bit more about it. What is this initiative about? Sure. Um, Box of Hope has been going in Hong Kong since 2008. Um, it was started up by two mums, Nicole Woodhouse and Harriet Cleverly, who really just had a strong desire to teach their children about child poverty, um, about how um, not every child has what maybe, you know, their children had, um, or, you know, in terms of opportunities, in terms of toys, in terms of just, you know, things that are going on in their life. So they started up um, Box of Hope and um, it really was quite a simple concept in that um, it started with school children creating box of gifts um, um We'll go on to what you know is in the box later, but starting off with creating a box of gifts to give on to underprivileged children. Um, so since 2008, we have grown massively thanks to um, basically the local Hong Kong community through schools, through individuals, through local businesses. And up till last year, we had donated over... 272,000 boxes. Um, So last year we did um, over 33,000 boxes and we hope to do about the same this year. So that'll take us over 300,000 boxes since 2008. Um, We're quite lucky in that everyone looks forward to participating in Box of Hope um, and, you know, school kids love doing it. Last year, you know, we had kids kind of, you know, creating videos of, I'm now going to go and buy things for my box of hope. This is what's to go in it. This is what's not going to go in it. Um, every year we've had, you know, we've had this, we're really lucky in that a lot of um, local businesses have come to us. And said, this is something we really want to do. And this year, um, one uh, organisation said to me, you know, like Box of Hope has just become like a yearly tradition for us. All our staff look forward to it. They look forward to contributing, just giving something back to the community. So um, we do a lot of work in Hong Kong, but we also reach out to charities um, overseas. This year we're giving uh, boxes um, to children in Hong Kong and um, we liaise with the local charities here. Um, Last year we worked with over 133 charities in Hong Kong, Cambodia, Vietnam and the Philippines. Um, This year we are giving boxes to charities in Hong Kong, Philippines and Cambodia. Amazing. So what what sorts of things go inside these boxes for the children? Yeah. So um, we have each box comes um, with a sticker um, and there's almost like a little uh, shopping list, if you like, on the sticker uh, where, you know, we ask for, you know, kind of fun things like toys, um, uh, activities, something sporty, like something to do. So sometimes people buy uh, tennis balls, skipping ropes, um, and um, 
some you know uh, some stationery kids love stationery stickers coloring books, coloring books yeah, yeah um, coloring <laughs> pencils sharpeners and erasers are also very important as well um, but we also ask for some health and hygiene items as well because these are things perhaps where families you know maybe couldn't afford to buy for their children so you know we include essentials like uh, toothbrush toothpaste soap washcloths are nice to have as well um, and then we also put in maybe not so fun but everyday essential items like masks and sometimes small bottles of hand, hand sanitizer yeah for the boxes that stay in Hong Kong um, so and on the sticker as well people get the chance to say whether they want to create their gift for a boy a girl or it could just be for a, a unisex box that could go to anybody and we also have different uh, age categories so they can give to um, under twos um, three to six seven to eleven and then eleven plus so we're finding now year on year that what we call our baby box category so the under twos and also the teens are um, our two most growing age categories um so we just yeah we um mostly you find that people want to create boxes for like i used to do this as well when i first started doing box of hope when my boys were in nursery you know i created boxes for kids that were the same age as them yeah um but now just because they're kind of the age bands um you know, uh, numbers in certain ones are growing so much. We try to, especially our corporate supporters, we kind of give them, we ask them if they could create baby boxes or teen boxes. Um, I think people sometimes quite like direction and we have shopping lists to give people some ideas. Some guidance. Yeah, I mean, you know. you don't know what teenagers Especially like. for teenagers. No, I know that can be quite tricky. People are not always sure what to get. Um, I think it's worth saying that one of the things that we do do is, you know, to us, it's very important to know that are we getting it right? So by that I mean is that you know it's great for everyone to get involved and come to us and say I want to create a box of hope, but we have to be very very sure that we're creating the right gifts for the children that are going to receive them. Absolutely. Because you know otherwise you don't want to give them something that they might not be able to play with or enjoy. No, indeed, indeed. Um, and so we make it um, a priority. You know, kind of um, our campaigns. You know run in November so um, the boxes come to us during November and we check them um, and then you know they're packed into cartons and they're sent um, off to the charities to be delivered to the children um, but we do make it our priority to follow up on the boxes just to make sure that um, the children who are rece- who receive them like what they get is it appropriate um, in terms of their age is it appropriate in terms of can they use them what do they do with them and we had some lovely feedback last year and we found that the children who receive the boxes feel respected they're very happy to be thought of by others um, they're very grateful and they love to share some of the items with their siblings, Aww. which is really lovely as well. Um, and we found last year that, um, I guess it's just, you know, the way things were last year for the teens, you know, they love to get like school stationery. Um, sharpeners, you mentioned. It's yeah, so sharpener. easy to give pencils. Yeah. Well, but so not easy. To... yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, I didn't even small think of it until thing. you no, I know, it. I know. Yeah. It's just it's really easy. Um, so every year we kind of put out a shout out on our social media saying we urgently need more erasers and more sharpeners. But sometimes it's just, you know, it's small things you forget about. This is so, you're right, because it's so easy to give them lots of pencils. But yeah. then when they go blunt, you need some. <laughs> 
Indeed, indeed. I've probably done that myself, actually. Yeah, no, that's indeed. a very good I know. tip. <laughs> but I know we found last year that teens especially love stationery that they can use at school, um, and even like scientific calculators, which, you know, can be $150, $200. But, you know, to... You know, for some people, like might be an easy purchase, but for many people, that's you know, it's quite a tricky purchase. But the children need them for school. Um, so no, we're really pleased to hear that. Um, I mean, you know, we try and make tweaks, you know, going forward as much as possible. Last year, we got quite a lot of feedback about how teens as well maybe wanted uh, like a plug-in Wi-Fi because there was so much homeschooling going on. So yeah, those Wi-Fi eggs are always very handy. Very, very. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Lisa, you, you mentioned a really good point at the beginning, and that is Box of Hope was started out to educate children yeah. about poverty. Yeah. Uh, you know, poverty, is it's all relative. Indeed. Sometimes when you talk to children in Hong Kong, what's their understanding of poverty? And what can you do to sort of further their education yeah. on this? Yeah. Um, our schools team this year have really been working hard to kind of um, strengthen their relationships with the school. Um, and we offer uh, assembly um, presentations, if you like. There's a few of those going on um, where we go into the school and we just take 15, 20 minutes to talk to the children um, about what Box of Hope is. Um, you're right, some of them don't really understand what poverty is. So, you know, we try to explain to them on a level that's suitable for their age and understanding what poverty is and how they can, you know, perhaps play their part in helping a child that's living in these really difficult situations. Because, it's it, you know, poverty exists in Hong Kong as well. There are Very a, much especially so. Especially the pandemic has really, I mean, the wealth gap have, has always been big, yeah. but the pandemic yeah, has really gr- made it grown. Yeah. Indeed, indeed. And it, it's quite, you know, in terms of us becoming further integrated into the school's community here, it's really encouraging to see that, you know, we're not just working with international schools, which, you know, we did in the past, but we're now working with more and more local schools as well, um, local kindies, primary schools and secondary schools. One of the areas we're trying to grow with the schools is the secondary school children. And um, we've um, gone into some secondary schools and um, some of their older pupils are taking it upon themselves to run the project for their school. Um, or some students who are studying for their IB can earn cast points um, as part of their qualification for running um, the Box of Home programme in their school. But I know we are um, next year looking to start up a school's education programme um, where we can work more closely with the schools and with their pupils. Um, we've got... Um, you know, all, lang- all people from all languages and backgrounds on our team. So we're able to go in and present to schools, um, you know, in English and Cantonese and Mandarin so um, that everyone can kind of hear the word, if you like, and uh, get involved and support those children who really need it. Absolutely. And that's such a great way to sort of pass the uh, baton or to, to grow cohorts mm, because indeed. it's all very well if you go into schools, but if you can, you know, foster a community within the schools themselves, mm-hmm. then they can continue to educate because poverty is around and it does happen in Hong Kong. In terms of the operation of Box of Hope, um, I mean, how does it work? Do you have boxes in storage at the moment? What's the logistics behind it? We, um, for 11 months of the year, we all work from home. And it's probably fair to say that our cupboards 
are full of <laughs> bits and pieces that we pick up, you know, throughout the year. Um, just, you know, my uh, dining table at the moment is covered in box stickers and posters and envelopes. Um, one of our colleagues who um, has recently moved into a new place in Stanley, she has a kind of a car garage next to her front door. So there's no car in there at the moment. It's just full of <laughs> donated <laughs> items that we have been very fortunate wow. enough to receive. Um, it, we're lucky because a lot of um, <clears throat> companies come to us and say, I've got these products that I can't use. Or re- very recently we had... Uh, a toy supply shop up in TST and uh, the owner contacted us and said he was closing the business and would we like to come and pick what we could use to go into the boxes for the children which is just amazing. So again we're kind of you know trying to improve our integration with the community Um, but no we're very lucky for the month of November we are donated office space in Central and that's where all the boxes come in and that's where we rely upon our Hundreds of volunteers that very lovingly and supportingly give their time. Um, we need to make sure that all the boxes are equal, contain quality items. Um, so volunteers go through all of the boxes before the boxes are packed up and go to the children. Um, we're often asked the question as well, do we take pre-loved or second-hand items? But... To be honest with you, it's really difficult to um, control the quality of such items. Um, so, you know, we do always request that it's new items are included in the box. And it's We're trying to nice be as sustainable as possible. Yes. So if we receive a, a bunch of donations and they're not suitable, then the burden's on us to try and do something with that, which Absolutely. is difficult. And if you think about the children, it's, it's also nice for them to receive something new. Well, you know, receiving absolutely. Gifts and they maybe deserve sometimes, it. Exactly. They might not have birthday or Christmas presents, it's so nice to be able to have something that's new that's just theirs. For sure. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. So how can our listeners support you? Are you looking for more donations? How can they participate? Uh, Have you got a a website and how can we get in touch? We do actually. We have a brand new website for this year, which we're all very proud of. It was a labour of love, but we got there. Um, So if people are happy to go onto our website, which is boxofhope.org, they can read exactly about the ways they can get involved. Um, They can download box stickers um, so they can begin to build their own box of hope. Um, We are accepting donations from the Monday the 5th of November, no sorry, Monday the 7th of November onwards at our office space in Exchange Square in Central. Um, so if people... Uh, Where can we get those boxes then? From from the website we can order in? or how Well no, we-, we we unfortunately don't provide the boxes so we ask people to um, maybe they might have an old like an adult sized shoe box in the house in a, in a, at home somewhere they might have like, an old trainer box. So there's no standard size for the boxes? Um, um, we do see an adult sized shoebox okay. just to make sure I mean that's size that tends to work best so you can include everything that needs to go in the box I mean we get all shapes sizes and sorts we get tiny boxes and we think wow what's going to be in this one <laughs> Everything is in there, but there's a chance it might burst open. Or, you know, we get huge, um, like larger boxes that, um, you know, things just kind of rattle around a little bit. But something that we encourage as well is that you don't necessarily have to rely on a box. If you're looking to make your donation a bit more sustainable, you can... um, 
you know, like a reusable bag or a backpack or something that the child who receives can use it again. They can, oh, you know, make use backpack. of it as a school bag or those drawstring backpacks. The kids love them. They're easy to carry around. So, yeah. Fantastic suggestions. Yeah. Lisa, I wish you all the best of luck and I hope our listeners can support your wonderful initiative. Thank you very much. And keep us posted. I look forward to chatting to you again next time. Thank you so Great. much. Thank you very much, Shireen. And that's Lisa Beattie, Director of Box 